Hi there. My name is Amanda Poole Walsh, and I'm the founder of Astrology Hub. And I'm astrologer Stormy Grace. And we are here together for your weekly forecast beginning the week of November 4th. Stormy, I know it's a big one. So can you please tell us about the week? What are we paying attention to? Absolutely. This is such an interesting week. There's such a great social energy going on that I've decided I think the theme this week really has to be around personal responsibility, being responsible for how you show up, how you're participating, the things that you have to say, all of that stuff. Personal responsibility is a big deal this week. Okay. So keeping that in mind, let's start digging into the week. How does everything kick off on Monday? Absolutely. On Monday, it's great because we kick off with the moon in Aquarius. So first of all, this does bring this internal need for some personal freedom, right? We want our voices to be heard about causes, situations, whatever we think is important. And this is a great start because this Uranian energy will help us not only get out of a rut if we've been in one personally or try something new, but it's also the energy of all things social right in front of election day here in the States. Our generals will be happening. This means that our social platforms may be entirely lit up this week. The conversations will be busy. They will be deep and intense. And the personal responsibility kicks in right there. It's got to be really, really high. There are going to be people with different opinions than we have. And it will be right there in public. So when you are highlighting personal responsibility around election day in the United States and social media being really active and, and things like that, what do you see that looking like? Like just like acknowledging your role in the conversation, making sure that you're setting the kind of energy that you want to have in your own life, in your social media platforms. What would that look like for you? I think it looks like every single one of those things. One of the things that I always laugh about with my friends is they are like, yeah, we saw it on Facebook, but we know it's true. And I'm like, yes, my Facebook life and my real life match on purpose because it's my responsibility to just be honest about what's going on, right? But then also in the conversations that I'm having, especially online or in even live groupings, being responsible for having my opinion, my voice, my vote, my concern, but not using it to trash someone else. You know, be responsible for staying on the subject and keeping your own space, holding your own voice, but you don't have to do any more than that. And yeah, I love that. And remembering too, that the energy that you put out is the energy you're going to get back. So I think that, you know, we can be personally responsible for the sake of being personally responsible because at the end of the day, it feels much better to be that way, but then also to realize that the energy is cyclical. You know, so if you're putting out negative energy, you're going to receive back negative energy and vice versa. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, I know that this is an election time in the United States, but the Mars-Pluto conjunction that comes, or excuse me, the Mars-Pluto square that comes in on Tuesday the 5th with election day, this creates tension. It creates confrontation. It creates power struggle. I mean, I even think we'll be able to watch in the news how this um, election obviously impacts the areas where the voting's happening, but how it impacts things in 2020. And that's a tense energy. We're trying to figure out our new identity, right? And that's kind of power struggling. Now, on a personal level, I do still think challenges of dominance or power struggle, even if it's just internally, still come to our individual tables. And you may see it in other situations. Maybe someone's trying to exert some dominance over you or they're challenging you or you're feeling controlled in some way, shape, or form. It's a day where people in general are moving with desire and intensity. So on the 5th, if you can, do your best. 
Don't argue for the sake of arguing. Don't be underhanded. Don't jump off of context because it is a day where our behaviors are sure to create enemies if we're not paying attention instead of helpers down the road. You know, one, uh, we, we just recently had our new moon broadcast with Adam Summer in the inner circle. And one of the things he was, he was talking about this day, November 5th, it was like a big highlight of the new moon forecast. And he was saying to bring humor, like one of a great way to deal with this level of intensity, this level of potential conflict is to be able to bring humor, bring um, kind of that ability to be like self-effacing. You know what I'm saying? Like the ability to look at yourself and look at your life with humor instead of taking everything so seriously and getting so emotionally charged. So I think that that's another good way for us to deal with a lot of the intensity that's going to be coming. Absolutely. And I think it's so funny because even thinking about um, this last election time that we had looking at social media and it said, if you're on the left or you're on the right, I just think it all sucks. And I'm like, very good. Okay, look, that is totally funny. (laughs) So it's kind of like that with everything. I don't have to be here and I don't have to be there just right in the middle. And guess what? We're all probably going to live. It's fine. So I had this experience to kind of demonstrate what this can look like. I had this experience discussing the astrology of a political and a world event. And it was done with no opinion on the politics itself, simply just the astrology. And some loved it and it was really great. And we talked about the astrology and some few others did not. And they didn't listen to the astrology at all. They simply attacked me on the politics, which turned into race, which turned into character because they just wanted the fight, right? I didn't engage with them because that's not what we needed then. That is not the experience we needed to have at that time because it was about the bigger picture. And it was about being personally responsible with what I was doing, which was talking about astrology, not politics. I don't know if you've had that experience, but it was, it was a good one last year. I have, but not with me personally. So four years ago, when the election was happening, um, we did a presidential election panel. And I had, I don't know, I think maybe like seven or eight astrologers come on and basically give predictions for the election. Now, one of them predicted that Trump would win. And he did that based on the astrology and literally received so much hate you know, back to him. And he just kept saying, look, I'm just looking at the chart. I'm just looking at the astrology. I don't have an opinion. I don't really care. But it was really interesting just to see how charged it was. I remember someone else, um, actually Natasha Alter, we had a conversation one time where she was looking at Trump's chart. And this was before he was elected. And she said, you know, uh, no, 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 no. This was after he was elected. But she was looking at his chart saying, you know, he really genuinely loves America. And I remember people hated that. They didn't want to hear that. So it's, it's okay though. You know, like we just know, like we know that's the climate we're in. We know that we're in a very split climate. So again, this, this message around personal responsibility, it's like, what's yours and what's not yours and just taking what's yours and owning that and then letting the rest of it be another person's. You know, I remember being very flustered because I hear I have this, these astrologers getting attacked for just being astrologers and doing the thing that astrologers do. And it didn't feel good, you know, but I think that now, four years later, I think all of us are just sort of more, um, maybe there's a, a maturation or a wisdom that's come with this time, knowing that there is such intense emotions around all of it. And it just becomes that much more important to own the pieces that we can and let the rest of it go. Absolutely. And I think in the astrology community, it becomes personal responsibility to not get on a bandwagon of either side to just do the damn astrology, right? 
Totally. And that was an interesting result of that panel. I remember all the, the other astrologers who didn't predict it right. Several of them came to me after and said, you know what? This has been one of the biggest lessons in my career because what I realized is that I was letting my desires, my hopes, my biases totally filter what I was seeing. And that is real, you guys. I mean, that it, we're human. How could that not happen? So that level of awareness, I think if you do look at charts, if you do if you're studying astrology, it's that's why the diligence of the personal practice and to be able to even decipher, like, am I bringing my own agenda to this? Am I bringing my own? Or is this truly as objective as possible? I don't think it'd be ever. I mean, do, you're an astrologer. Is it is it possible to be like completely objective? Or will you always have your own experience and things you're bringing into it? Absolutely. I think that all of us as human beings, you just come with your limitations. You just come with the bias that you have. But over practice and over personal responsibility and spiritual growth, I tell you what, I looked at Trump's chart. I have looked at the election for this next year and I'm like, it just is what it is. My opinion is not filtered into there at all. And I think over practice and honestly over healing, if all of us are honest, where we can move enough of us out of the way to just see the information, that's how that happens, truly. But it does, there is personal responsibility that goes with that, so... Okay, this is a great opportunity to tell you guys, and yes, we're gonna get to Wednesday and Thursday and the rest of the week, but I'm so excited because we, today, on this very powerful Tuesday, November 5th, we are launching our free Facebook group that all of you podcast listeners are invited to. I have been, Stormy and I both, have been yearning for a forum or a platform, a place where you can give us feedback. So in this time, this week of intense social media and lots of opinions and everything, we are launching this free group where we are going to be having conversations around the podcast, having conversations around the upcoming forecast event. Yes, we're doing it. The 2020 forecast is going to be taking place in January. That's also a free event, but this group is being created to, um, to have a bigger conversation with all of you. You can give us your feedback. You can tell us what you love. You can tell us what you're not super excited about, what we're doing here on the podcast. Uh, and so in your Facebook browser, just search for Astrology Hub's Global Forecast Community. That's Astrology Hub's Global Forecast Community. That's kind of our catch-all phrase. It's going to include, you know, we're going to put clips from the podcast and things like that in there too, but um, it'll be around the forecast events that we do twice a year. So we have the January forecast and then we have the summer forecast. So um, please join us. We'd love to engage with you and talk with you there. It's so much easier for us to have like a conversation with you in that platform. So come on over, check it out. Yay. All right. Wednesday. Wednesday and Thursday are actually kind of lumped together. And I think it's a nice deep breath kind of day because the moon goes into Pisces. And I want to say this, while the moon is in Pisces, it's going to be void, of course, until it enters Aries on Friday morning. However, a moon in Pisces that is void, of course, is actually a very good thing because typically it's like, ah, that's not our favorite time to use our opportunity periods, you know, but this is a brilliant energy for spiritual expansion, artistic expansion. So I think after a day of some high energies, set confrontations, we're still in Mercury retrograde, I think we can use some expansion of compassion. We're vulnerable, but we can also be deeply compassionate on this day and still be personally responsible, right? That's why I think I love your suggestion of let's bring in some humor. Let's let's see this from a different perspective because that Pisces moon is certainly going to help blur the lines of being so serious. 
So Friday, the sun is busybody, and so is Saturn and Neptune. So the sun is going to be in a trine to Neptune. The sun's also going to sextile Saturn, which we love because when the planets have sex, that's good for us. Both harmonious aspects so far. And then Saturn is going to sextile Neptune. So 16 degrees of Capricorn. Identify that on your chart so you can see where this goodness is happening for you. Now, what I love about the sextile is imagination, creativity. They're on high drive, but also... Saturn and Neptune is the energy here that says, if you will put in the hard work, if you will be personally responsible, Saturn, it's going to allow you to bring that vision of something that was maybe intangible at a time to become tangible or to become real for you. If you will put in the work, if you will be personally responsible, you can make your dreams come true. It's an absolutely brilliant energy, not to mention the moon is in Aries that day. So you're bold. You've got some energy, a little bit of initiation coming for you. So it's just a fab day, really. So when you're thinking about this, Amanda, what is this spark for you? This idea of put in the work and your dreams will come true. What does that, what does that do for you? Well, it does a lot of things. It's super exciting. That that process of creation is just amazing. In particular, right now, what's like really on my heart is this book that I have known that I would write like kind of for Astrology Hub. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a personal book. It's it's going to be a compilation of so much of what we've done. But I've known that this book wants to be birthed like for years. And finally, the name dropped in. And when the name dropped in, it became something that I can actually create. And it is one of those Saturn things that I look at, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never written a book. I don't know the process of writing a book. How do I even do this? But it's like really clear that it wants, it's like this dream that needs to be dreamt into the 3D reality. So I'm super excited and I'm I'm happy to hear that the energy is going to be really supportive of things like that. Absolutely. Plus, you are a Capricorn. Jupiter's getting ready to move into your sign. Your expansion is on the way. So that's very exciting. We'll get to that in December, though. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Tell us about the weekend. Through the weekend, we've got some nice energies to play with as well. So on Saturday, Mercury is going to be in a sextile to Pluto. And this is great for more serious conversations. If you're thinking a little bit more deeply, this is funny enough, a great energy to talk about government or research or psychology, anything like that. And it's really because this brings um, a harmonious place for the intensity of the mind. And what it creates for us is this place where we're ready to give and receive information. So it's also really good too if you have relationship stuff going on and it needs an evolution, even in your business relationships, if you guys need to have a talk, is the format working, you know, whatever it is, this is a great day to brainstorm and to chat that stuff out. And then as we roll into Sunday, we get to kind of reground, have a water break or a snack break because the moon is going to spend time in Taurus and that will help each of us reground, reestablish some solid footing on our values. I mean, when you spend a week paying attention to if you're being personally responsible, at the end of the week, you're going to say, wow, here's how I'm really showing up. And that may need some some regrounding. So it will be interesting. But please do have a snack because Taurus Energy enjoys that. I know that. (laughs) What are your weekend plans, Amanda? What are you doing this weekend? I'm teaching Synastry and um, a 102 class and they're almost over and I've got a bath and a meal (laughs) on my agenda. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Um, You know what? I don't know yet. We'll see. uh, Hold on. I have no plans. (laughs) (laughs) I literally just looked at my calendar. I'm like, nothing. (laughs) Great. As of October 23rd, I'm open. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So you guys, my three biggest takeaways for this week 
it, it's, it's a big one. You know, there's some intense moments of the week. Number one is um, self-responsibility, personal responsibility. So how does that look in your life? How are you showing up? How are you responsible for your energy, for your input, for your reactions? And then where does that end? You know, where are you taking on other people's? Where are you getting pulled into other people's drama? You know, how can you just keep that container that's yours and you and maintain that, right? Um, two, it's a good week to be dreaming those dreams into reality. So those things that have been up in the ethers that are just really wanting to come through into form, paying attention to those this week as well. And then at the end of the week, taking a little time to ground in, like Stormy says, have your little snack. And, um, but also just really kind of take that reflective moment to see, to see how you did with the self-responsibility thing, to see where you still have room for growth, which of course we always do. So no judgment on that, but just taking that moment to reflect and play with that theme, you know, see how it showed up for you and where it was hard. So that is, are my three takeaways. Now don't go anywhere, you guys, because next up, we are going to be answering Audrey's question. So Audrey from the audience has asked a question for our ask segment. And what she says is that she's been going through a major transition and transformation for many years. And she's really wanting to get some feedback around why things have been so challenging for her and practical steps that she can take so she can really begin helping others. So for any of you out there who feel like you've been going through some tumultuous times over the last few years, but you have this thing inside of you that's like, I want to be of service, I want to help, but you just kind of don't know where to go with that, you're really going to love hearing Stormy's response to Audrey, and we would love to have you stick around. So stay tuned. Love our forecasts? Get even more detailed information on what's to come when you subscribe to Astrology Hub's new and full moon updates. Just go to astrologyhub.com slash podcast and subscribe to our newsletter today. That's astrologyhub.com slash podcast. All right, everybody, we are back for our Ask segment, and we're here with Audrey Allen from Glen Ellen, California, and she has a burning question on her heart. So Audrey, thank you so much for being here with us today, and what is that burning question that you have that you would love astrology to help you answer? Hi, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I love being an Inner Circle member, and Stormy, too, and Chris. Um, okay, I have been going through major transitions and transformation for many years. Some I love and some have been very difficult. I've had a hard time moving my trolley along as far as stepping into my higher potential and serving the greater good and would love to have some feedback around why things have been so challenging and practical steps that I can take so I can really begin helping others. I love your question, Audrey. I mean, behind it is the like, I want to get clear so that I can be of service, which is huge. Yeah. 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 Cause it's hard to, cause I've been so, um, my, my South node is Virgo. So I've been so like, you know, forward moving in my life. And like, I've had this whole halt over the last few years, which has been really good because I've been able to settle into my feminine more and really get to know the goddess and more in astrology and all kinds of stuff, you know, but it's been really hard. Cause I'm like, why can't I move forward? Why do I feel like I'm stuck in, you know, in, quicksand really you know a lot of the times and i finally feel like i'm getting traction and it's like i feel stuck again so it's it's been really hard challenging for me because i'm like why can't i just move forward you know so it's been challenging for sure 
Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people can relate with that. So Stormy, what would you say to that? Awesome. Thank you for asking your question, Audrey. And yes, it is definitely an energy I think a lot of people have um, been experiencing um, in general. But when I look at your chart, one of the things that kind of becomes abundant in my thought process is in your chart, you have your Capricorn energy that is intercepted, which also means your cancer energy is intercepted as well. And so one of the things that has happened over this year specifically is that all of these placements that normally lie very, very dormant or they have to rely on the other energies to do anything to really get going, they have been awakened. But when they get awakened, it's like the kid who got his new superpowers. They're like all over the place and you don't know what to do with that and it feels unsettled. And the first thing that humans tend to do with that is get doubtful. We get self-doubtful. We stop planning our actual ways forward, um, which would actually be a brilliant use of your self-note is to get the plan together. We'll talk about that in a second. But I also look at a couple other energies that have been and are in play currently pointing me to about seven years of your world, right? So Saturn has come into a square with your son here in 2019, but this is fine that it's activated here in 2019, but it makes me say, no, wait a minute. What was happening seven years ago? Something new was beginning for you there. And what I think happened is that you put down the plan and it's showing up now and has been showing up since January as a current set of difficulties where it's like, hold on, why isn't this working, right? So I would be curious to know what was the plan? What was your plan for expansion? It looks like what you genuinely want to do is help and give and to teach to others. But what did you start or what were you thinking about? And you put it down and the universe is now like, um, Audrey girl, I'm calling you. Please get back to this project. Well, I really have just embodied my more spiritual self. And I don't mean in a religious way. I mean, really like connecting to the universe. And that came through most strongly for me, like with Oracle cards and goddess work and stuff. But then I had been told in several readings that I needed really needed to write, write books, not just a book, but books. Like I had so much in me and I've kind of been like running scared from that really, you know, but and also around that time, I went through a divorce too, or started realizing that my marriage was falling apart. Not that the divorce didn't happen, but lots of transition. Yeah. Yeah. And so it looks to me, and all of these things, everything I believe truly comes in divine timing right on time. You know what I mean? So what's interesting about looking at it now is you're asking for practical steps. And I think what's happened is life has played out. Ultimately, everybody knows you're supposed to be putting your expanded work out there. But now that you've got a solid set of activation, Jupiter's also getting ready to come in and awaken more of that um, intercepted energy. It's just time to start baby stepping forward. It's the most practical action you can put into place. Now, you get to think like the Capricorn energy that has been awakened, and it's the energy of you. Get you out there. Start writing. And more than that, when I look at your chart, I feel like you need to put your body in action to figure out what your fingers and your mind want to say. So, you know, your Jupiter is also in the energy of Scorpio and so is mine. So I know that one of the things you have the capacity to do is to get to the heart of something. When you go out and you share and you give what you have, you're going to get to the heart of it and really be able to help people see it. But first, I feel like you need to feel it in your own body. Maybe go to a community, something, go someplace where they're doing 
what you feel called to do, even if that's online. You've got Neptune and both Neptune and Venus in that 11th house. Go love on people online. See how they're doing what you want to do or something similar. And you start taking those baby steps as well. And keep in mind, Saturn and Capricorn energy is not, it's not a fast moving energy at all, right? And as Jupiter comes into Capricorn, he's in fall. So he's very uncomfortable, but he does realize the wisdom of taking action, even if it's very slowly. I do not think 2020 is the year where you write the book and we're like, oh my God, Audrey, I knew her win, but you will be in motion. And that I think will relieve a lot of what you're feeling. And it also makes the rest of it make sense. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it does for sure. Now, I do want to give you this as well. Sorry, Amanda. I'm going to give it to you before it leaves me. November seems to be a time if you will put yourself out there, which you said you've joined the inner circle. So I hope you will speak and be active in there because you've got influential people around you who are willing to help you see your way forward. And it does look like you've got probably a female connection in that group that'll be a little bit more influential um, than others. Audrey, can you think of some baby steps that you can take? Like maybe get a book coach or join a, a group that's around book writing or, or even if it's something different, can you think of some things that you could start doing? I just, ha- I just took a writer's workshop that I just finished up. So I feel like that it's more like me about just like writing every day. I feel like it's really my practical step for now, whether it's, and I tend to want to do like overdo with stuff, you know, I, that's just my way of doing things, you know? So it's hard for me to say like, just keep it to five or 10 minutes. Cause when I start to sit down to write, it's like an hour or two hours, you know, like that kind of thing. So it's me having realistic expectations of myself, you know, and being able to set a pattern where I'm doing it every day. Yeah, but it's so nice because the way that these slower moving energies are lit up in your chart right now, they are in square and will be for some time with your ninth house energies. And square is so brilliant, Audrey, because it lights a fire under our heinies. It's like, yep, nope, not only does something need to be adjusted, I need you to move. So you literally have the help to be in action. But I do still see the confusion about how is what I'm writing going to translate out there? Don't worry about that. Just write. Okay. Okay, that's good. Thank you, Stormy. (laughs) Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much, Audrey, for joining us. It's been wonderful to connect with you here. And thank you, everybody, for being a part of the show, for being a part of our community, and as always, for making astrology a part of your life. We'll catch you on the next episode. Hi, this is Chris Kaplan, the producer of the Astrology Hub podcast. This episode is over, but check the show notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and rate using the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts.